Hello and welcome to the Creeps Pod Halloween special. Yay! Hello. Yeah, um, we're going to be reading out some uh, scary stories from a website called creepypasta.com. This is like sort of a weird about paranormal activity website with scary stories, and we just thought, seeing as it's Halloween today, we'd um, read out some stuff. I have no idea what creepypasta is. Yeah, I thought you would because you're quite, you know, quite a lot of the internet stuff. Mm, not really. But um, it is Halloween a day of recording this. When it goes up, it probably won't be Halloween because. You know, iTunes takes a few days to actually get it up. Yeah. And uh, uh, before we get started, I just want to say that our, our podcast is website called Podcast Direction. No, not like something like that, Direction or something like that, I don't know. It's really weird. Anyway, um, so that I'm th- we have this first story called Evil is Not a Toy. It was, n- it was not a dark and stormy night. In fact, it was the opposite. It was clear, calm and unseasonably warm for late October. The sky was full of cheerily twinkling stars and well lit by an almost full moon. The night had an air of wholesomeness that nothing could go wrong in the world. Then the calm was shattered by a scream. <coughs> okay, I'm not, I'm not going to do the scream. Um, is, is it a witch? I don't know, it just, it just says a sc- just, just said it's scream. Oh, <coughs> it, sounds, it sounds like a witch. <coughs> I'm going to get so much taking the mick out of me at school for this. Yes, anyway. <laughs> just like in the first one where I um, did the Willy Wonka thing oh god oh, no. do you remember that? yeah, yeah. I just do it <laughs> anyway moving on Stephanie's head was filled with a blind all consuming panic that drowned out all human reason turned her into a ha- hunted animal running for its life if she'd been in any state to form a coherent thought she would probably have been regretting listening to her friends they would them at the old barn and tried to conduct a seance I think, do you know what a seance is? It's sort of like a... Isn't that French for science? <laughs> well, <laughs> no. Seance is like where people like try and get in, in, like, in touch with like the paranormal ghosts and stuff. You know. What, holding hands? In yeah. In a circle? Yeah, in a circle and they hold hands. Oh, right, uh, yeah. Okay. It would be fun. They had insisted. It had all gone so horribly wrong. Stephanie ran as if she had never ran before, not daring to look back in case that whatever it was followed her. Slowly, the adrenaline rush wore off and her panic turned into nauseated horror as images of what had happened earlier at night filled her mind. Exhausted, tired and sick to her heart, she doubled over, retching. Uh, Basically, she's being sick. She didn't hear the footsteps until it was too late. She turned, finding herself face to face with a dark thing. Only it was walking with Janet's body. Janet didn't have time to scream. The thing had come straight for her, straight for her eyes. They had burned when it entered them. She would have cried out, torn at her face, tried to run, but the creature made her body twist and spasm from the inside out. If whatever that thing was could be, ever be called a creature. Is it a creeper? Uh, no. No, it's, it's, a, it's a scary, dark creature. An Enderman. It's basically Husky. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you're right, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Stephanie's mother had passed worried, left afraid, and was working her way up to, t- to terrified. I don't, I, don't, I don't really know what that is. It wasn't like her daughter to run off without telling someone. When morning dawned and Stephanie still hadn't returned, she called the police. Around that time, she heard a knock on the door. The police officer, the man, clearly didn't want to be there. After a moment of avoiding eye contact, she said... Mom, found your daughter, but 
trailed off because obviously he's American. There was that. There was that was enough for Stephanie Bummer to catch on. No, Sophie. Oh, please, God, no! Her breath came fast and shallow. Not Stephanie. Not her, Stephanie. The police officer placed a hand on her shoulder, calming her, and said, "Yes, I'm sorry, ma'am, but yes." Whoa, whoa, wait. I, I typed in scary Hesky stories on on the internet. It came up with like stuff like calling your penis Hesky because it's a scary bastard. <laughs> and Hesky doesn't flush the toilet. He scares the shit out of it. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds amazing. Well, we need to read. I've almost finished this one. We need to read them out in a sec. Janet sat in the corner with her knees hugged to her chest, staring. She had been doing the same thing, leaning against the tree when the police found her. She'd adopted the same pose inside the police car they'd led her into. She'd not responded towards anything, not so much as glancing at people that tried to speak to her. By the time her parents had called and arrived at the police station, people were starting to get worried. It was not unusual for participants to go into shock, but not for this long, always completely. That was what the docs would tell their parents. My characters had said the same thing, but when asked by the girls' desperate parents what to do, they remained silent. The psychiatrist, sensing how close the girls' parents were to hysteria, tentatively suggested giving her some time to come to whatever had happened. So Janet sat in the same position, her back, staring at the wall with hollow eyes. Oh, that's awful. She doesn't have any eyes, does she? Creatures. You know, to tell the truth, I haven't actually listened to a word of what you said so far. <laughs> I'm actually okay. paying attention on killing slimes in Wildfire. Right, well, that's fine. I'll just finish the story and then we can read up stories. Maybe there'll be more. Yeah, there wasn't really any, you know, reliable results. There was just Facebook results and, and stuff like that. got into a five past midnight some life. to arise. Out her legs, slowly standing. Her parents rushed to her, calling her name, begging her to come back to the eyes seemed to be focused on something behind them. Suddenly they widened, and a look of pure terror crossed her face. She held up her arms as if to shield herself. The blow came from an unseen source, knocking her across the room with enough force to crack her head against the wall. As she slumped down, blood running freely down her back, she whispered her last words, I'm so sorry, Stephanie. What a lovely story. Okay, I, I think I'm going to find a story um, to read now. Okay. Uh, or, do you, or do you want to do them first? I, I don't mind. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Hello. Um. Uh. Yeah, I don't think this is very appropriate. Uh, what is? Well, it's um. Unicorn stories. Do um, you want to read out this really short one quickly whilst you find one to read out? Okay. Come on. Suddenly, you hear the front door creak open. Phew! You can finally get some sleep. You call out to your mum hoping she'd lock the door so you don't have to go downstairs. She doesn't respond. But her being a bit a bit dodgy recently. Probably to our new uh, boss. She shuffled into the, the kitchen and you return your gaze back to the screen of your laptop. 
you need to think a few things to do first. Speak for the tenth time. He spots something on the screen. No, not on the screen. Reflect onto it. Something in the window behind him. You rip round, but there isn't anything out there in the darkness. Hmm. It's enough. The latest on some giant argument between some popular kids. You stream of new comments. Everyone's always up to it like three in the holiday like three in the morning in holidays. When all of a sudden you lose connection, that cuts you off at random moments. You make a mental note to remind your mum he's filling on the kitchen. Get up, walk out your room and into the living room and crouch down next to the main computer to restart the router. Strange the lights are in it are all off and it's as if it's been unplugged. What's You stand up, now it's in the edge of the table and pick it up. Hey, sweetie, I'm so, 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 so sorry. The train's been late again. Uh, I'll be home in a minute. I'm making you wait up for me. It's just dead. So, basically, uh, mum wasn't in the house. It was like a monster. And he's obviously unplugged the router because he's just, he's just evil. And, nice uh, one, mate. Yeah. On okay. That seems... Uh I, I very, just scary picture. I scrolled down too far, and there was like a really scary. Picture. Anyway, uh, do you have anything to read out? Um. Uh. Well, I might have uh, something we can put in the description of this if you can do that. Uh. Yeah, I can put it in the description. Yes, uh, a fun little link. Um. I might have shown it to you a long, long time ago, James. You might have accidentally turned the computer off because you were so freaked out. And then you had to restart your computer because it Wait. absolutely destroyed it. Put it put it in the Skype chat so I get I, to I already have. It's in the Skype chat. It, it, it's, it's very scary if you don't know what happens. And it's best if you don't know until you see it. Can't see the, I can't see the thing. I can't... You're on, you're on Do Not Disturb on Skype. But, wait, oh, I'll that may be that maybe because I accidentally sent it to Tom. Okay. If you there we go. Okay, I'll put that in the description. Yeah, it, it's a it's a comic. Okay, just 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 read it. You no, know? it's, it's, it's a it's a bit of a manga. Yeah. yeah. So, just read it. Just casually read it. It's, it's not that scary. Just just read it anyway because it's very interesting and. When Eddie was younger, he used to he used to surf the internet for this one and um, scary. My laptop went off was because it was out of charge. So he had to charge it back up again, you know. Yeah. And my sister sent it to me uh, because it was cool, and obviously didn't send it to me to scare the shit out of me. By the way, if you're wondering why there's clicking, there's a lot of slimes gathering around me right now. Have you ever gone trick-or-treating? Yes, I'm going with my sister in Oni tonight. Are you now? Yes. Well, I'm not. Why? I've only got that holiday, like, two this morning, so... Well, fair enough. And you, you... Oh, my God, you should come and knock on my house. Oh, wait... 
Yeah, I probably will, but not knowing that it's your house, because I forgot where your house is, or what it looks like. All I know that is there, there's, there's a hedge near it. Okay. Yeah, I forget where your house is, because I go and stand out and start with a troll face sometimes. Well, yeah, naturally, but... The last time I went trick-or-treating was with one of my ex-girlfriends and her best friend, and me, me and her did each other, and, um, like, yeah, it was really awkward. Nice one, mate. Yeah. Oh! Yep, very cool. There. Ooh, 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 spider attacking me. So, James, have you found any new, uh, different stories to read? Yeah, I'm too busy playing Minecraft, so... Story House, he was completely immobile and bound, us, and bound to a wheelchair. Ever since the mysterious death of her husband, she played Kara, I don't know, who would visit her daily to help with her everyday task. What made it more difficult was the fact that the two floors of the house were only connected by an old staircase inside. When the lady needed to, she would have to carry her frail body up like an infant up and down the stairs. One day, the police received a call from, her, from the widow that there had been murder. Police units were scarce at the time. Only one detective was sent to conduct the initial crime scene report. He arrived at the carrier's body splayed on the floor with the vocal cords ripped out in a pool of blood on the first level of I mean, that's disgusting. Anyway, oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah. With the old lady atop the staircase in the wheelchair, silently seeming in shock, he could immediately rule her out as a suspect due to her inability to move up and down the stairs. And because she was trapped up there the whole time the murder took place, it was similar to the death of her husband years ago, who was suffocating asleep on the couch downstairs. <laughs> hmm. anyway, the detective on his gloves took photos, swam and covered the under the cor- coroner arrived later. All routine business. He asked the odd lady if he could look upstairs. She insisted that she was upstairs the whole time, and no one asked her. Detective ascending the stairs to which she moves. I stop probably because um we're running out of time in the podcast. I think. All right. Mm-hmm. Look, when it gets to fifteen minutes. So, uh, thanks for watching, listening even to this podcast. We'll see you guys. Another say goodbye, Eddie. If this is goodbye, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Good- goodbye. Um. Whatever. Bye. Okay, it's not goodbye. <laughs> What? Good, right. Not goodbye. We can still carry on. Really? Oh, damn it. Why? I don't want to carry on. On the, um, on the old panel, anyway. Um, but regardless of the detective's end of the staircase to which she hasn't least moved aside, beyond the staircase there was a narrow corridor with three closed doors among it. He checked behind each of the doors, the empty bedroom, nothing, the bathroom, nothing. He came Slorelli made his way to the final bedroom where the old lady slept. He opened it and everything looked normal. A bed, a wardrobe, and a bedside table with a Ah, lamp. scary. What? Okay, right. He checked the room in horror. He but he didn't discover that made him stand in his tracks and slowly reach for his gun in, in, his, in its holster. 
it was a detail so that they completely overlooked it and the last murder. There was no phone upstairs. Oh, that was surprising. There's no phone upstairs. It's a fucking wheelchair atop the stairs. I, I don't really, I don't really get the end of that. Yeah, how how is not having a phone upstairs scary in any way? Wait, does that mean she, oh oh see that does that mean she probably couldn't have rang the police? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I wasn't listening. Did she ring the police? No idea. I, to be honest, I was probably as interested as you were on that story. No. Um, I can stop the podcast, okay? Because, um... Yeah. Um... And then you can go on Wildcraft. Yeah. Which is Minecraft, so... If you're wondering, and this is a very good one, which I griefed. I didn't get banned. You griefed my house. Yes, I did. Well, you might have got banned. You might have got banned like last week. Of course, you couldn't have gone on anyways. So yeah. Who would read that? It's like lost long. Who would read what? Story. And there's like these, oh god, it's like these Jap- weird Japanese ones. What, what, the one I put in there? What, the one I sent you? Oh god, alright. Oh, this one, this one will scare some people. It's the type of power you take before a job interview. Maybe aiming for your cleansiness to impress somebody, or someone supposedly wor- worthy of impressing. The type of take longer after a long workout at the gym or after a jog. Is that applies to you? No, you're in the bathroom now. The soothing beam of hot water with whiffs of steam spiring off your nothing tonight. And you like that squeaky keen feeling before hitting the hay. Well no, this isn't your first shower today. At least sleep even knowing your many stresses. Shop shampoo. It's all there, but you don't so much as touch it. For now, just letting the water steam filter through your pores and enjoying the simplicity of it all. Startled, your feet squeal on the floor of the shower and you make sure the sound was from your own. The sound of water hitting the floor in the dark. I mean, that would actually be pretty scary, you know, if you're in the shower and then the lights just go out, wouldn't it? I mean, that's just... Eh, what? Did you say something? You, you're not listening at all, are you? Well, I was sort of uh, playing about with my headphones, and uh, I, I put it on mute for a while, because I didn't want to hear you. Okay, <laughs> what did you say? You just got go out, and then, um, just hitting the floor in the dark. You feel as if you are not alone in the room, which because you're the only one in the house. The sound of the switch has been unmistakable. Under the water an only landmark feeling around your hand slippery shower tiles and you feel like a mime trapped in a black box is that come on reference mime well no I think it's just an wall. then grab the curtain finally something real something you can touch that's now in front of you and stay static as you reclaim your bearings outside of the shower something starts choking 
Your body stops breathing. Strain to hear its wrenching cough that wheezes in and out. <sighs> and your hand freezes before recoiling back to your torso in shock. And with the bar to rain noisily splashing by your feet. You hear its footsteps inching closer. I don't know if you can hear that. As I Okay, as it struggles to breathe, the thump of pads on the floor. You can do nothing but press your back against the wet wool behind you and paralysis, to the point where the sounds are less than a foot away from where you level. All is quiet, and you look to eyes. Remember all the horror movies you've seen in your entire life at the moment. Not a sound except the gurgling of the drain at your toes. Sucking the glass of the water calmly, there'd be nothing and it has happened. You're standing there, dripping wet and naked, when you really want to step out and meet what's on the other side of the curtain. Pretty climax, to be honest, wasn't it? Uh, well, I don't know. I wasn't listening. Anyway, guys, we'll see you later. Thanks for listening to our Halloween special podcast. Yay! Video's coming soon. Goodbye. Yay.